everyone, and welcome to Learning at Laley, a podcast all about learning and leadership, ideas and creativity, and successes and failures. I'm Don Eckert, the media specialist at Laley Elementary School in the Collier County Public School District. And today we have Megan Lindbergh, a kindergarten teacher extraordinaire. Still kindergarten? Teaching first grade. First now. grade, moved to first grade. First grade teacher extraordinaire and children's book author. So we wanted to talk to Megan about her creative process and how she became a published author and maybe how the creativity of her writing and the creativity in her classroom maybe overlap. So how are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. Great, good. Excited so, to be here. Good. Tell us about the process of publishing your first children's book, because that would be amazing. Yes, it was quite something, to be honest. Um, I started by just thinking that I wanted something more than just teaching, right. and I wanted something that would be mine and a way that I could connect with the kids on my own terms. So um, I just started thinking about, well, I've never wanted to write a full novel because that would take me forever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted something that I could actually see the end of and not feel so overwhelmed. So right. I thought, wait a minute, I love reading children's books. There you go. I could write a children's book. Right. And it was like, once that idea hit me, I just started jotting down notes of like animals I loved and asking my class at the time what animals they loved or what they thought would be a good character. Um, and I landed on a cardinal because... I love cardinals. Right. And later I found out that they actually have like a spiritual significance. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. Um, people say that it could be a loved one coming to visit you. So yes. that was even meant even more to me when I found that out. Now, had you always been a writer? Had you always written? Um, I actually did win some awards in college and uh -huh. high school for writing. Um, it was always just assignments that I got sure, credit for. Sure. But um, it was thinking about that as a gift of mine that led me to think about writing children's oh, books. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so. Um, so did you test any of your ideas on your kids? Yes. I first, <laughs> it was, it was so, so fun. I had a really good class at the time. Um, I was teaching in Lehigh, and um, it, it was a rough year because we had a student who had seizures. And oh, wow. Yes, and we didn't know, you know exactly what was going on, so it was a long process. And right. the kids kind of had to help me you know, start and stop timers and oh, let me wow. know when she was having one, if wow. I was in the middle of helping someone else. So, so it we, was a team effort. It was, and we really bonded, all of us together. It was a deeper connection, I would say, than most classes that yeah, we had. Yeah. So when I got the idea for the books, I thought, hey, I'm going to just jot down these ideas. Right. And then when I come to school the next day, I'm going to ask the kids, hey, what do you think of this animal That's as a, a book character? Right. What do you think of this animal? And they would give me feedback and we'd laugh about it and I'd tell them I'm writing. Because that's your audience. Yeah, and So if, if you sell it to them in the prelims, then they're going to love it. Exactly. That's awesome. So yeah, getting them to buy into what I was doing got me even more excited. So And we had a bird feeder outside my window at the time oh, too. So that was even more excitement. There's so many tie-ins. Yes. That's awesome. So what what you want to tell us a little bit about like what the story is for your book? Sure. Um, it's about a bird. The name of the book is Conrad the Courageous. And at the top I put the Uncommon Cardinal series because I knew I wanted it to be multiple books. And you've got either the stories written or the ideas mm -hmm. for... Out to a... like fifth or sixth book, wow. I think. Yeah. So... Um, but I just decided, okay, I've picked my animal now. Right. What do I want this first story to be about? And I thought, you know, a big issue with kids is being scared of trying things. Right. And at my point in life at that time, I had also been through some really hard things. So I thought, 
let's do something about being brave. And then I thought, you know, baby birds have to jump out of nests and how scary that must be. That's yeah. So I kind yeah. of started there. I wanted it to be a beginning story, but I also wanted it to be about him being brave. So I thought, what about having this bird have to jump out of his nest for the first time and what he goes through getting to be able to fly. Right. So, and then I brought in his dad at one point to give him some advice. I know a lot of little kids, unfortunately nowadays, don't have yeah. a father figure yeah. in their life. So I thought that would be neat for them to see a male supporting their child That's in the awesome. story. Yeah. Um, so I kind of incorporated that and then just finding a way to incorporate some humor. Um, when he falls out of the nest for the first time, he kind of bounces off of a pile of leaves. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I, I used some just words that popped into my mind like boing and Stuff like right. that. And then um, when he keeps trying, I remembered my mom when we were at the lake at our cabin in Nebraska. She used to say, one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready, and four, four to go, go when we right. jumped in. So I thought that'd be cool to incorporate that into my right. book. So it's just really a process of him taking that first leap and then continue, continuing to try until he actually took off. Right. So That is so cool. Yeah. yeah. So the process of becoming published. How is, is that an ordeal or how was that for you? It was an ordeal. Yeah. I, I was just, I would wait till a day that I felt like I should get online uh -huh. and just kind of Google, you know, self-publishing companies, right. how much it costs. So it's persistence. Yeah. And I would get frustrated with it and just leave it alone for a few days and then I'd come back to it. Right. And I have a lot of faith. So it was also just feeling like sure. this is the right moment. This is what you're meant to do. Yes. So, um, and then I also, at the, at the time, I sold my house. So all of a sudden, I had this money that I could use. Nice. Yeah, so I took that as another sign that, okay, that, right. I'm going to do this. Good for you. That's yeah. great. Yeah, you hear people all the time, like, they write, they write, they write, but getting published is the trick. It's hard, and you have to have the money to be able to do it. Yeah. Because and, otherwise... And the persistence. I mean, yes. you have to be tenacious. You do, because once you start the process, then it's keeping up with the phone calls and making right. sure they're doing things right. and uh, communicating with my illustrator to make sure she had visually what I was seeing in my yes. head. So Yeah, that would be difficult when you work with somebody else because you do have different ideas in right. your head of what they should look like and how they should react and that kind of thing. Right, yeah. She would like just send me first sketches of the bird and at first it was a robin and then she changed it to look like a cardinal, a cardinal. and then I said, you know, he needs to have this little mohawk thing because cardinals have that and they use it in expressing feelings. Oh, I, I watch that. them all the time. That's cool. So, I mean, I can tell when mine come to my feet or, you know, if they're mad or right. happy because it goes up and down depending on. So I said, he has to have that. Yeah. So she incorporated that and then we, you know, talked about having him look young and then having the dad be like darker red because he was an older right, bird. Right, sure. So. That's cool. There's a lot to take into account. And they say like with uh, any kind of picture books or graphic novels or something, there's so much information on the page that's not words. Right. And kids have to incorporate all that and make sense of it. And that's why, I mean, I know graphic novels are really uh, popular and children's books with pictures are really popular. But there's a lot of information on the page, yes. you know, and kids really have to decipher that and, right. and incorporate it. It's not just about reading the words, it's right. about seeing the picture and taking out meaning from that as well. So like talking to her about making sure his facial expressions reflected how he should be feeling at that right. moment. So when she would like incorporate one little tear or his eyes welling up a little bit and the mohawk down and he's kind of all deflated, yeah. it, it really brought the book to life. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't think most people realize so much thought goes into that. Right. You know? You don't. I mean, you have to really, I think, love it. Like, 
like I do. I have a huge collection of children's books at home from yeah. when I was little. Right. And I love reading those books to this day. It's mm -hmm. a joy for me to bring in the Halloween books at Halloween because right. certain ones, I remember how my mom read it to me and right. I read it that way to my class. Oh, that's cool. It is cool. Just sharing your childhood. It is. That's cool. And it, it's exciting. And when you're excited, the kids pick up on that. Right. So. So as far as like creativity goes, like I, uh, I've heard people say like creativity is basically like hard work and trying a lot until you come up with something because no one is just like super creative all the time. Like, no. Oh, I have a billion ideas for this and they're all like super creative and stuff. What's, what do you think as far as like creativity goes? I probably would not have described myself as a creative person at all. Uh -huh. I'm more of a type A like math brain that kind of okay. just follows step by step. Yeah. So this was just it's a departure very, for you. Right. It was very random. I just thought, okay, just, start with the idea of what is this book going to be about? Okay. And then all these animals. And then I thought, okay, now what do I want it to convey? What feeling do I want people to get? Right. So it was just kind of a process of yeah. waiting for the moment when I had a feeling that it was time to sit down and write. And I'm glad you brought that up because I think a lot of times, like I'll read a book and it'll evoke a particular mood for yes. me. Right. And I'll remember how I felt while I was reading the book, even if I don't remember the story. Yes. You know, like <laughs> kids will come into the media center. They're like, hey, did you read this book? And I'm like, I did. And I loved it. But I'm not exactly sure what it was about. <laughs> yes. I, I have the same feelings about books. Because yes. I, I mean, when I'm reading them, I like, I will love it I, or maybe not. But that trumps uh, the whole, like, what happened in the story, you yes. know? It does. And I envy those people that can tell, like, what happened in which Harry Potter novel, because I have no clue. Yeah. Right. It, it's yeah. too confusing, all the no. details and everything. Yeah. But I remember loving reading them. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. There are books that I will not part with because of the feelings that I have yeah. when I just look they're at them just, sitting on my shelf. Yeah, they're just meaningful for you. Right. They are. Do you, uh, do you find that there's similarities between creativity in writing and creativity in teaching? Yes, I think so. I mean, I, the kids, when they look at me like, what do I do? Even when it's, if we're not writing, if they're just even playing with each other, they don't know how to like build a castle or just pretend that, you know, a piece of wood is a little person or something dumb yeah. like that. Like I remember growing up that anything was a toy. It's an imagination. Yes, anything. Yeah. And I feel like they're lacking in that imagination now. So just trying to bring that into the classroom in everything that they're doing and I think my way of doing that is through reading books and just reminding them that anything's right. possible. Right. Think outside the box. Right. Think of anything you want and just try it out and see what happens. I think the, I think you're right. I think uh, kid, adults especially are afraid to be wrong. Yes. So they won't take a risk. Right. Kids are a little bit better at it, but still, I often I often think they need like permission. Yes. Like you can say, "Come on, you can fail. It doesn't matter. You know, go for it." I, you, you, there's no penalty. Exactly. You know, and then they need to get that mindset where it's like, okay, I can just try it and see what happens. Yeah. Kind of like Conrad in the story. Exactly. He right? doesn't make it the first time. He falls pretty hard and he right. falls several more times, but. But he did it. He did he it. He wound up doing it. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the thing. So you try to teach your kids exactly the same thing that you were trying to teach everybody in your book. Yes. Very About nice. just trying and seeing what happens and. You know, life's a journey and you should enjoy it. So. Exactly. That's amazing. Trying Rock on. everything. Thanks. <laughs> All right. 
Well, that is, and do you have any other kernels of wisdom for us? I will share one more thing Thank from you. last year um, when I did a read aloud at Barnes & Noble. Oh, cool. One of my students that was in my class last yes. year came with his mom, and he sat in the front row, and he was just as excited as can be. And I read my book, and they ended up getting one, and I signed it for him, and he went Aww. home. His mom sent me a video of him reading my book, and she said, thank you so much. He didn't like reading when he came home, and now he does. That is amazing. <laughs> so that meant a lot to me. I was going to say that does more for you than yes, anything else, you know? He's wow. awesome, so. <laughs> but now he loves reading, and I, I'd like and to And you think, turned him on to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. See? The power of words, I'm <laughs> telling awesome. you. awesome. That is. That's amazing. Well, that is that is all for us today. Um, we appreciate you listening, and we we'll hope you'll tune in for uh, again next time. Uh, connect with us on Twitter. I'll put our Twitter handles up there, and uh, we are always up for collaboration. If you are, uh, you know, a children's book author and you want to talk to Megan, tweet at us, and uh, we'll get in touch and collaborate. Um, or if you just want to talk about, you know, books and kids, always tweet us and let us know, and we will be happy to collaborate. That's all for now. We'll see you later. This is Learning for Laylee. Learning at Laylee. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>